welcome to Spectre in the Fog, a homebrew Call of Cthulhu Chaosium game. Episode 2, the conclusion of the events at Belfort Manor. Now, please take a seat and join us as we rejoin the action with our brave investigators facing down a massive horde of rat-faced cultists. Just do a quick recap of what happened last week. So you four all turned up at Belthorpe Manor um, after receiving a mysterious letter signed by B. Um, after some crazy shenanigans, cigarette stealing, uh, poor sketches, and uh, wandering a long time through uh, lots of tunnels, you found a creepy monolith. Uh, Wilfred threw a rocket at it. It then started glowing more. Um, you all found out that Cicero is mental. And then you stumbled in on a blood ritual. Surprisingly, all, keep your, all kept your sanity. But then when Craster drew his uh, pistol and cocked it, was spotted by, by one of the uh, cultists in the crowd, if you like. And now um, Donald Sutherland, Grand Priest, who looks a little bit like a rat, is doing his weird invasion of the body snatchers scream. And he's pointing I'm at you. Sure we decided he was Dominic Cummings. Yeah, and uh, and what? No, no, no. Let's let let's let's keep this classy. Come on. And um, yeah, you guys are currently standing um, at the entrance of this crater with you know at least at least forty of of these cultists now running at turning around to run at you, um, but there are appear to be hundreds in this crater. Um, and I'm going to kick off with uh, your guys' reaction to uh, Craster possibly spelling your doom. I'll leave it to you, gentlemen. <laughs> uh, she, I guess seeing this, Marcus just immediately goes, "Fuck me!" And uh, <laughs> are they like are they like coming towards us? These uh... oh yeah yeah yeah. So these these uh, these are cultists. They've all turned around. They're all wearing like. Um, sort of ragged robes, if you like. Um, you can't really see a lot of their features or anything, but you can kind of see their hands. Some of them look kind of normal. Some of them look uh, maybe a little less normal. Yeah. Um, and they're all sort of like clambering up these quite deep steps. So you've got to think of like a Colosseum um, coming up mm -hmm. towards you. Um, so he's going to draw his truncheon and he's going to point at um, the priest and go, you're under arrest, Sonny Jim. <laughs> And uh, and start making his way down towards it. So you're so so. If I just if I just give you guys the 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 um the layout again. So you've just come in. You've got a big circular crater in front of you. Yeah. Across opposite opposite you and up. Um, I'm maybe like ten feet up. That's where you've got like this podium with the giant mouth and the flume, and that's where the woman has just been boiled no. alive, I guess, with the platform with the grand priest on it. I think, I think that Marcus thinks that like this is this is like some weird weird cult shit. That guy's wearing a mask. Uh, they've just like definitely killed somebody. So he all the all the occult stuff to him doesn't matter. He's just seen crime happen, and he's like, that's not happening under my watch. Okay, he cool. He's like some, a bunch of weirdos in masks. Oh, okay, cool, 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 cool. He's, he's not going to go and fight these dudes like if he knows what they are. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Um... We got we got Marcus ready and raring to go. Uh, 
Crestor, are you still are you still up for a fight after uh, after alerting uh, uh, all of the? Uh... Crestor's thing was we're going to get out of here, but if anyone tries to stop us, kill them. Okay. Uh, Crestor's going to put his hand on his shoulder and goes, "They're crazy rich people doing some perverted shit. They'll kill us, and then the judge will blame us for it." Run. <laughs> And he just turns around and takes off. He's not fucking about. So you, so you, you've you've completely done a one eighty out the room, and you're running back the way you came. Yeah, I'm not killing them if they try and stop me. But yeah, I'm not going into the fucking middle of them. Okay, okay. Um, Wilfred Cicero, what's uh, yeah? I'm following. I'm, I'm out. Is running through. Why couldn't they have just been fucking altar boys or something like normal? <laughs> Because I rolled really badly to see what it is, so I just think it's some weirdo in a mask. So I'm like, what? <laughs> They're on the arrest. So, so both Wilfred and Crestor have booked it. Um, Cicero, what are you doing? Yeah, I'm out of there. As well. you're, you're out. I'm God out. damn um, it, <laughs> Marcus! What are you up to? <laughs> Marcus is like, he's going to punch you, and looks back at the others. <laughs> goes, come on, lads, we lads. Shit, he's going to put the other one with them. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, you you turned around and started running. At this point, the uh, the first couple of uh, occultists are now breaching, let's say, the top of the rim. Oh God, this is some really bad terminology I'm using right now. Um, and clambering over, uh, you guys are probably you know ten feet in front of them by this point, uh, heading back towards the monolith, and they're starting to climb up and chase after you. Um, you guys sort of like um marcus as you're as you're at the back you sort of glance back and you see like the shine of a blade so these guys are all armed they've all got these funky knives and they're now running after you down the corridor um you get to the monolith room the monolith is still glowing as it was before um still doesn't look like a penis even though that's what wilfred's drawn um but what you do notice now is over to your left hand side there's an opening that wasn't there before um that looks as though it's leading down somewhere um what would you guys as a group like to do i i, I just imagine that craster has slowed down his approach as he's getting towards the the monolith so you guys have all caught up what are you going to do you're going to head right back towards the mansion or do you want to uh risk this tunnel entrance that you're now seeing I Which one's closest to us as we run out? Well, we know that we know that the mansion door was locked. Yeah, we know we're going to be trapped in the mansion. Yeah. So I'm going to go for the other part. Okay. Um, I don't have your sheets in front of me, but I think both Wilfred and Marcus had relatively good spot hidden. So mm. can you guys, if you guys are all agreeing that you're going to be heading for that, heading for that that now opening that's mysteriously appeared on the left hand side. Yeah. Um, yeah. Spot yeah. Hidden for it? yeah. Yeah. Can you just sure do a spot sorry. hidden for me, please? Who was that? Sorry. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. you just so you you just see that there's a hole in the wall. Um, oh God. Wil- Wilfred, oh, Wilfred, you are in such a wall. <laughs> well, yeah, you're in such a panic that you literally run straight into the into the monolith. Um, oh, no. You don't even spot anything, and you bounce off it and sort of like rub your head. And can you also take one hit point of damage, please? Oh. <laughs> um. Uh. I don't. So at the moment, you're sitting on the floor. Are you guys going to help him up? Are you and and uh, what are you going to do at this? Yeah, point? no, I'm going to help him up. He's just 
one. Like, come on, come how on. Badly, how badly did he hit himself into the wall? I mean, he just he just kept like going. Head first. He just he, he was glancing over towards the towards the, oh, the, the, the opening. Oh. Yeah, he's he's oh, just he's oh. just gone through the crowd of you, gone like, what's everyone looking at, and just hit the monolith. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Does the monolith react to any way to this? Yeah, is it, is anything when you touch it. Um, it it's sort of lasers. like shakes a little bit, and you guys kind of hear a rumble. Um, but other than that, there's nothing. You know, nothing. Um, it's not like now glowing a different color or, you know, shooting out lightning or anything. It just appears to, at the moment, just be a like, big glowy rock like. that that Wilfred has run into. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, can we try and roll hidden as well? Yeah. If 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 yeah. if uh, hidden, and, and uh, Cicero want to roll spot hidden as well. I yeah. think my spot hidden's appalling. Okay. Hey. Hey! Hi. Um, I just want to see. Just want to see what Crashster does with his spot hidden on this one. <laughs> you actually get a apparently it's going to roll twice. Okay, only. Okay. Well, oh. you you failed anyway. Um, so yeah. um, rubbish. Cicero, if you want to just put a little tick next to your spot hidden. Oh, no, no, you've, no, no, you've already, already done, done it. it. You've already done it from last week. Don't have to do it. Um, <laughs> When you look over towards the um, towards this entrance that's now appeared, you notice that there is something sticking out of the wall that looks as though it could be a lever um, on 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 let's say the outside. So this is in in the in the circular room that's got the monolith on it. Um, as you four head towards it, just out of instinct, you don't know why, but as you run through, you've dramatically looked back. Seen that some of these occultists are now running, are now sort of catching up, getting quite close down the corridor, and hit this lever that's that's on the wall. And as you four run through, and, and as you pull your arm back, a metal grate drops down behind you and seals you off from from the monolith room. So now Ooh. you guys, now you guys are in a, in a in a sort of narrow but lit tunnel that seems to be going off in I don't know, let's say a westerly direction. Half a second, right? This grate has come down. Could I shoot through it, and could I shoot the monolith just to see if it does anything? Now? I reckon I'm relatively safe by it. Yeah, yeah. It's quite. It's quite. Keep ammo though. Just, just remember that someone's run into it and it hasn't done anything. So <laughs> yeah, you know, but I think the bullet's going to do more than the person. Yeah, but if you've got so, if, you're, if you've yeah. got to keep ammo, and we've been chased by a bunch of cultists, maybe it's more fun to shoot them than the rock. Yeah, I'm just. I, mean, I, don't, I don't know, George. How does ammo work? Do we have to count ammo or is he going to shoot? Um, as far like as I remember, if you actually have a look at your um, look at your weapons, it tells you how many shots you have before you have to reload. So I'm not going to say there's a limit on ammunition that you've got, but it will decrease the number of shots that you can do for the following turn if you do want if you do end up in combat elsewhere. So you'll be one shot down in that clip. If that makes sense. So I think you've got something like is it five or six six shots, Craster? Is that right? Uh, I've got the ammo of six, and I can do three attacks. Right. So, so you got so you got ammo of six. So if you if you, if you if you fire off a bullet now, you only have five bullets left, and you'll only have uh, two attacks the next combat phase that you enter. <sighs> All right, then. Because I was just sitting there thinking, we've got like a hundred cultists. Six bullets aren't going to make any fucking difference. Yeah, but I'm just watching six people get shot in the face and will back off faster than a rock will. I don't know. If I shoot the rock and it explodes, they might not. I don't know what this rock's going to do. 
Are there any rocks These guys being pretty glowy rocks? Yeah. I know we've already thrown a rock at it as well, haven't we? We threw a rock yeah, at it last time. Yeah, you threw a rock, at, rock, yeah. Yeah, you threw yeah, a rock at the rock and it just glowed a bit more blue. Yeah, so if I shoot it, it'll go very blue. And then what happens? I don't know. So we've, we've scaled it up. We've gone from rock to person to bullet. Yep. Okay, yeah. Right. <laughs> <clears throat> um, right, I, so... I, will, I will give the group the chance to stop me. All right, I'm going to turn around and draw the gun. It's only going to grab me and say it's not worth it. Go for it. Or if you want to see what happens when Crafter tries to shoot this rock, don't. No, I'm concussed, so you go for it. I'm busy trying to pick him up, so yeah. Oh, you've already picked him up. You guys are now. You guys are now made it through. We've so, through. so you're, you're on the it. you're on the other side of this grate. So you guys are safe. I'm right. safe. Yeah. I think if we assume that we're trying to run for it, and Crafter turns around and takes a shot, we wouldn't be able to stop him. I w- yeah, I wouldn't stop him. Yeah, we wouldn't. We wouldn't even know he was doing it to be trying to escape. So okay. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. So if you want to do um, crash, so if you guys have have sort of stopped, you've got you know few few yards into this tunnel after turning around and realizing the grate has dropped, um, and you failed too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Critical. Uh, failure. Critical failure on the second one. Well, both Jesus. of them. Yeah. Jesus. Okay. So, um, Cresta, you go to pull the trigger on your gun and it jams um, and shoots the bolt back into the palm of your hand. So, just, just, where, just where your sort of like thumb connects to your finger, the bolts come back down and sort of like borderline buried itself into your hand and uh it's uh it hasn't drawn blood but it's 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 causes a sort of like clearly wincing pain what's that it's like a big pinch yeah like a very big pinch and as you sort of gone ah shit and like waved your hand the gun's then gone off and bedded a bullet in the ceiling um of this tunnel uh as you do that the occultists run round and sort of like stop and are looking at you through the gate, through the grate. Um, They they seem to be sort of just standing there, not doing anything until one of them slowly walks up and grabs close towards the bottom of this grate and starts to lift. And then another one comes along and grabs it and starts to lift. And then before you know it, there's quite a few of them now holding onto this grate and slowly lifting it up out of the ground and you can we see it go. it's starting to it's starting to come come loose yeah. um so are you guys gonna, gonna carry on your escape down the uh down the tunnel yep. yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah yeah okay cool Crash is making a note to buy a new gun because let's say it's <laughs> roaring it drew their attention last time it's now just critical failed complete that's the end Gun. It's just not going well for Craster. No. Or Wilfred, to be fair. I mean, his drawing skills probably gone down even worse after that crack on the head, so God knows you what. You think, but you know, who knows? Now he's the vomp, mate. He, 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 he's just levelled up like beyond any of our understanding. Every, every sketch now is going to be like, like something Da Vinci's done. Like <laughs> it's going to be annotations and like diagrams and all sorts. Um, okay, so you guys, you guys uh, have gone. Oh, fuck that! Turned around and carried on running down the corridor, um, corridor tunnel. 
whatever you'd like to call it. Uh, it's, as I say, it's still it's still relatively well lit. You can hear um, the grate slowly going up behind you, um, and then you seem to be heading towards a very bright light, um, and it's got to be about. 30 to 40 yards away from where you are now. Um, you start to pick up a bit of pace. It's like, oh, this, maybe this is our way out. And you run into yet another room, a massive room with a crater in the middle of it uh, that has a path that runs around the edge. Um, and as you step in, uh, you've all stepped into this room a rock drops behind you like a door sealing you in with an entrance uh, on the opposite side of where you are now, or an exit on the opposite side of where you are now. Um, at that point, you hear the telltale signs of footsteps on rock, and out of the darkened entrance opposite you, steps out a man very well dressed very tall uh dark black hair and he stands i'm going to say in a powerful pose and it's the best way i can put it and gestures towards you guys very much like an anime character would pointing <laughs> a finger and says i see that you have made it through my maze you must be B. Ah, you are correct. My name is not B, though. My name is Balthazar. Well, I mean, that's, this... that's a really rubbish way to sign your letters, mate. I'm just saying, if your name's Balthazar, <laughs> sign it Balthazar. Could have been Barry, Bertrude. At that Bernice. point, he, he clicks his finger and points to the ceiling. Says, quiet! <laughs> Pawns. <laughs> you have all been invited here to play my game. Yeah, all right, Beatrice. Once every oh, few hundred years. Stand yeah. still for a minute, just so that I can... You what? <laughs> Holy shit, <laughs> what was that? <laughs> You're doing an extreme... <laughs> Are you scared to him while he's standing <laughs> Okay, okay, Chris. So, so you just got to imagine that everything's just gone... <laughs> and Wilfred is like, like time has stopped for him. <laughs> is standing opposite you like in a very sort of heroic A-frame anime stance his left hand clenched with his oh. arm slightly curled and a finger pointing to the ceiling as he looks at you with uh, with determination in his eyes I'm, I'm, I'm fairly certain we could literally get a screenshot from Jojo's Bizarre Adventure and put it in here and make it work oh man absolutely <laughs> it's like yeah. an evil speed wagon <laughs> um so, I mean, are you actually going to try and draw that, Wilfred? Or... You've done it so well. Oh, I think I, I, I have. have to yeah. Yeah. Screenshot. I've distracted him long enough with him taking for him to draw something amazing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so Wilfred, you, you like, you like um, do this amazing sketch with like, hat, you know, like cross-hatching shading and all over it, and it just looks, it looks like a photograph. You've done it so well. And you're like, I could sell that. Um, sure. And then, and then, as 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 you as, as your final pen stroke comes off the page, and everything comes back comes back into full speed again, and you're back in the room. <laughs> Balthazar is standing across from you with his hand in the air, saying, 
back to silence. <laughs> <laughs> and as he continues, you are all here to play my game. I invited the four of you because I thought you would amuse me the most. Behind you, you witnessed a blood ritual performed by Dwellites. <laughs> They're some of my funnest playthings. Ah. <laughs> the object of this game, though, however, is for you to get through this door behind me. Now, if you were to look above you, and as he's pointing up, he gestures his head slightly towards the ceiling. He's going to look and... up. That's the oldest trick in the book. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, look up! Come on! <laughs> well, are you guys going to look up? <laughs> I will. I, I trust. I don't trust him, but okay. I'll so, look. so Wilfred looks to be the only one who looks up, and you notice <laughs> you notice a, a bunch of very sharp rocks uh, hanging from the ceiling. They're, they're, they're part of the cavern, if you like. Then he oh, looks God, back. Stalag even Stalag the rock. Stalagmite. Stalagmite. Yep. Yeah. And then he looks Stalag back Mike. down at you and says, "And says, <laughs> I'm sure you'll figure it out." Grabs uh, a very big rock from the floor behind him and lobs it down into the pit. And all you hear is it bouncing off the walls into the darkness. And then you hear like a dull thud. And Balthazar looks back across you, back back across towards you and just goes, enjoy. And slowly walks off back down the corridor behind him. And you can hear his footsteps as he goes, slowly getting quieter and quieter. Um, what would you gentlemen like to do? I'm going to show these guys my picture because I think it is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that looks photoshopped. Yeah, yeah. 1820 photo 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 photo. <laughs> Oh yeah, there's a guy in the shop that does. Actually, do they even have photography in the 1820s? Yeah, yeah. 1880s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 1888 was the first Kodak. Oh, oh well. You failed the appraise of the photo. Yeah. <laughs> so you think it looks like writing or something? To you? <laughs> crash, crash. I failed to appreciate its artistic. Well, yeah, crash is just sort of like, oh, right, okay, that's all right sort of dismiss it out of hand. Um, but the rest of you, the, the other two, you're like, wow. You're like amazing. I mean, this, is, you, this, is, this, is, this is Da Vinci-esque from Wilfred. Um, you could say it's the best work he'll probably ever do. Um, recent form would suggest that, yes. Recent form, yeah, yeah. While you guys are marvelling at Wilfred's uh, artistic technique, um, you hear... I yeah, go on. I was going to say, um, is there like a thieving thing that I can try and yoink it? <laughs> you want, you want to steal... Yeah, can I try and steal? Would that be sleight of hand? To try and snatch um, it out of my grasp? Yeah, I think that would actually be... That would actually be... Or actually, better for me, can I try and persuade him to give me the drawing? You want to try and persuade him to give you the drawing? <laughs> can I persuade him? Cool, go on, yeah. If you want yeah, to try it, yeah. roll for persuade. Are we gonna roll persuade? Oh, god. <laughs> 37. Oh my god. 37. Um, How can I counter that? Do you want to counter that? I would say if you wanted to counter that, Wilfred, what you mm. would need to roll now would be 
a um, successful intelligence role. Okay, Wolf, Wolf, so Cicero, you're like, oh, could, 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 could you guys just voice this out? Because Cicero, you have failed <laughs> to convince Wilfred to give you the picture. But I want to hear the conversation. Oh, God. Oh, that's that's a, that's a charming picture you've got there. May I uh, may no, I have you. a have a look at it a bit closer? No, no, it's very recently drawn. Any sort of hand holding could smudge the work on there. Oh, I see. And as soon as you say that, you slam your sketchbook closed. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Stuff it back into your pocket. Um, well, while you guys were marveling the uh, the picture there, and and uh, Cicero was trying to pilfer for it, um, you begin to hear. A dull rumbling coming from the pit. And it gets louder and louder, and the room begins to shake. We, we should go. We should go now. Yeah. That Beatrice fucker's got some things to answer for. <laughs> Beatrice. <laughs> <laughs> is, this, uh, is this room just one path all the way around, or is there multiple Yeah, paths, there, 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 there's just a single path that goes all the way around in a circle, so regardless of which way you guys go around, it's still going to be the same distance to get to the other side. Um, there's okay, no, there's no stop path across. So. Okay. I'm going to go around the left-hand side. So, so Wolf go is going left-hand right side. Hand side okay, Crest is going right-hand side. <laughs> I'll go you, right. I'll go you right. going, Cicero's going right. And uh, Marcus? Yeah, yeah. Stick to the, stick to the right. Stick to the right. So Wilfred is running oh, by no, himself. Wait, have Wilfred gone on the left on his own? Yep. Yeah, yeah. I'll go. I'll go. He should let me. He oh, you're going. You're going to go left. Yeah. You're going to change your mind, Marcus. So, can you just just give me a second? Can you just explain exactly what we're looking at here? Right. So you are in a room that's bigger than than the sacrificial chamber. Right. It's it it is you, you would you you can imagine it domes up a bit like a cathedral at the top. Um, at the very top of this cavern, there are large stalagmites hanging, like coming down. Um, and right in the middle of the room is just a giant cavernous pit, um, which Balthazar has has lobbed a large stone down into and has bounced off the walls. And as it's hit the floor, it's made a dull thud. Um, so essentially, you're in a giant. It's nearly like an echo chamber, if you like, like a giant echo chamber with an entrance opposite to where you've just come in. A rock door has fallen down behind you, sealing the entrance off so the dwellites can't get to you. Mm -hmm. um, and there just is... Check, if we're going left and right, we're just going around the edges, right? Yeah, you, 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 there's no difference to the direction you're going. You're just oh, then, yeah, I'll, I'll, go, I'll go left with him in that case, just make sure he's okay. Mm. Okay, cool. So as you guys split off in either direction, a massive tentacle comes out and slams right down where you were just standing uh, where that door has just dropped down and you <laughs> as, as you carry on running round, another tentacle flings itself out and lands just in front of Craster and Cicero blocking their path and then another one comes out just closer to the, to the, to the exit and then this heaving mass of flesh and mouths and eyes begins to erupt out of this crater, this cavernous hole in the center of the room. Um, and a booming sound echoes out. Um, 
and and after a, a couple of minutes this creature appears or what you assume is a creature as i said it's just like a giant mass of flesh with mouths and eyes and teeth and tentacles everywhere um can you all do a sanity roll for me now please yeah it sounds like a sanity roll nope okay Cicero's fine. Cicero's crazy anyway. It doesn't bother him. <laughs> so you, you, you've got a hard to section on the first one. I don't know why it's doing the double roll. Um, I there, crash the. I think I, I think had you... that last week as well. To be honest. Um, yeah. And you just had tried it a couple of times and it worked. So. Yeah, you've you've got a success, so it's fine. So Crash is going to look in and say, this is by far the third worst thing I've seen in a rich person's house. Oh, yes! <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Cicero, Craster, and Marcus, you're unnerved, but you're like, fucking Jesus, look at that giant thing! <laughs> Wilfred, you've gone a bit weak at the knees. Yep. And considering oh, okay. considering what you've seen before and what you've already seen today, um, you are not feeling too good. And mm-hmm. I want you to roll 1d4 to see how many sanity points you lose upon viewing this. Please. Hey. So, you, so can you lose one sanity point for me, please? Yes. Excellent. Thank you. Um, So what lays before you is just a massive, writhing, fleshy thing. Um, Because of the sound it's created as it's coming up and because of the nature of the, the chamber you're in, the sound of it is echoing around and it's starting to cause the actual ground and the walls and everything around you to shake and small bits of rock are starting to fall off. Um, Cresta, can can you and Marcus do a uh, spot hidden roll for me, please? You got it. Oh, they're rubbish at this. Man! It went so well last week. Oh, for failure. Jesus. Um, right. So now we've got to this situation. I think this would be useful. You guys can push rolls so you can get a second chance. Um, if you fail the second chance, you will get punished for the failure. So if you wanted to, both of you could push this this spot hidden roll. Or can I, can I try one? You um, try it's rubbish. Yep, I've got, I've got all if, of them. If Cicero would like to, to 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 roll for a spot hidden as well, then um, and you failed as well. Uh, Do any of you guys want to push this roll? Yeah, I'm going to push it. Cool. Okay. Um, how do I push the roll? Uh, just roll again. If oh, you okay. fail, then I'll punish you for it. Basically. Oh boy. Oh. Marcus gets a success. So his first his first glance around the room, Marcus sees that debris falling down, but nothing in particular. But then he hears something a little strange, like a like if you've got a loose brick in a wall, 
and you look up and you see that a couple of the um, stalagmites are actually loose. Uh, at that point, you look over towards Craster and you say, Stalagmites are loose, mate. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Wait, is it mice or tight? Crap. <laughs> Might. Might. Okay. Static mice. Love it. <laughs> Static mice are loose. <laughs> Cresta, you are going to look up and also now see that these that these uh, static mites are loose. Um. Yep, I just tried to shoot one of them, and my gun has just blown off my hand. How is that a failure? What? That yeah. should be a success, no? That should be a critical success, a 7 versus yeah, 4. 7 versus 4 should be a success. Because the other, the other time round, it was higher, and you still got a failure. Yeah. So... This weapon's just designed to fail, apparently. Well, GM, your <laughs> call. Well, well, I mean, to me, as well as everybody else, that is actually a critical success. Cool. So, so Cresty, what I was you... Going for, I pulled the gun and just shot at one of the loose stalagmites in the hope that it'd fall on squid face. Oh, yeah, basically. I wasn't going to shoot the squid, because I thought, this gun does not do that. This gun doesn't, yeah, probably yeah. doesn't even like, lethal over 10 yards. You, you, in, in that situation, mark. shooting the squid with your handgun would probably just make it a little bit more angry. But yeah, I think if dropping like, a stalagmite on it, it's going to make it really, really, really fucking angry. So this is a terrible well, plan. But it's my terrible plan. Instinctively, you draw your pistol and you just give a knowing glance over to Marcus and aim James Bond-esque up to the ceiling and fire the perfect shot at where one of the stalagmites is starting to fracture. <laughs> Though you're a fair distance away, more than 10 yards, that bullet has found its mark and caused this crack to become a frisure. And this giant stalagmite has now fallen from the ceiling and hit this abomination in front of you. Nice. Dead square on the head. And it yet lets out this blood-curdling, undescribable scream. Uh, and in doing so, more stalagmites and other debris is now falling from the ceiling and landing on this on this creature. Um, and as, as this is happening, its tentacles are lifting up off of the um, off of the pathway, and now you are all clear if you wanted to to make your escape. All right, go, 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 go. Yeah, <laughs> leg it, lads. I'm out. Hey, Patsy, Pat's um, Pat's crash crash show goes, not bad, not bad. Excellent. As you guys all run off and start to make your way down the corridor, if you were to glance back, you would see this creature slowly being buried underneath rubble and si slipping back down into the crater below it, screaming as it wait, goes. Wait, 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 wait. Yes! <laughs> Time has momentarily stopped for Wilfred again as he pauses, turns around, pulls out his pen. Drawing powers? <laughs> He's got a full, like a full paint kit this time. Pull, See, that yeah, pull, bog to the out. noggin's done good. Pull, yeah. a full easel. <laughs> like Bob no, Ross. Pulls out He's like, now become a, a painting savant now. He's just... Yeah, yeah. He's basically, he's basically turned into Super Saiyan Bob Ross. 
<laughs> oh my god, the afro. What level, is this? what level is this? This is this is this is a grade five, Ben, if Ooh. you're if you're wondering. Uh Super Saiyan uh Bolt Frost. Yeah, yeah. And uh and you start to sketch as you glow in a golden colour. And this picture, it's as if the creature in the image is alive itself. And the picture oh, is is it, it's 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 indescribable how great this is. And as 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 your as your brush leaves the page after the final dramatic stroke and some paint flies off from the page, time starts back up again for Wilfred. And uh, he turns around it. and you guys carry on da- down the corridor. And you can see lights, you can hear what sounds like outside sounds. I don't, I can't wind. quite fathom what, yeah, wind, maybe some birds are chirping. Rain. Just, it, you, you, you can feel like fresh air on your faces. You're running and you appear to be going up as you're escaping out of this tunnel. So it seems to be leading up. Um, Crass is just going to mumble to the rest of the group. Fucking rich people and their weird exotic pets. <laughs> Agreed. I really don't think it's a bit, lads. That seems uh <laughs> as as uh as Cresta makes that statement and you all agree like a fog starts to set in around you, um, which is a little bit strange, and then the cavern starts to cave in. And as you as you you feel only mere feet away from the end of this tunnel. The cave drops in around you and everything goes black. Dun dun dun. Hmm. It's a cold night and the ground underneath you is hard. There's a fig a thick fog that has settled around you. Um and as you all begin to open your eyes and look up, you can see above you uh, these faint orange glows. Uh, and as you begin to acclimatize yourselves to what's going on, you hear this blood curdling scream, murder, murder, and then a whistle. Thank you for listening to episode two of Spectre in the Fog and the conclusion of chapter one, What Dwells in the Pit. We really do hope that you enjoyed this episode today. Tracks used in this episode are Abandoned Windmill from TabletopAudio.com and various sound effects used from FreeFX.co.uk. Until next time, Keep investigating.